Welcome to Success Coaching with Eric Reed. This show is for you if you'd like to develop more strategic growth in your business and in your life, become more profitable, and develop the strategies to leading a happier, more balanced life. And now your host, Eric Reed. Hey, thank you everyone for joining me. Sorry about that startup. Uh, I guess I've got a little bit of holiday brain going on. If you are joining us for the first time or finding us in broad uh, replay, I appreciate you joining. And those of you that come back week after week, I want you to know what a sign of encouragement it really is to me and what I'm doing. When I see that dashboard light up at the start of the show and I see all of you guys coming online, it means a lot to me. So thank you so much for that encouragement. I hope what I do adds value to you and your business and your life each week. And uh, so let's get started adding some value. Now, I sort of joked around with the title of this regarding the P word and the holidays and how to make sure that, you know, you get out of the holidays sort of alive and avoiding the P word. And what I mean by the P word is that political. And this year, it's going to be a little difficult for most families. I mean, let's be honest. This is a little different than most years. So how should you manage political conversations at the dinner table? That's really the topic. And when I say the dinner table, it's, you know, dinner table, corporate gathering, family gatherings, whenever there's two or more gathered, it's possible it's going to come up. So how should you manage those political conversations? Well, like I said, this year, it's going to take on a different meaning. And it seems to be weighing heavier in everybody's mind. In my family, and I'm sure like in your family, there's that one or two fam, you know, one or two members of the family that you just know that if they end up in the same corner of the room, there's about to be an explosion. And, you know, you don't want to avoid that family party and you don't want to avoid getting together after work or with friends just because that P word could come up. And so let's, develop some strategies that, you know, not only help us through the holidays, but help us in our business and other situations where we find ourselves in that, that awkward conversational moment. Because the real trick is how do we maintain the grace, the poise, the composure, and the personal growth that we've worked so hard on all year long? We don't want to lose it. And we don't want to lose it in front of those people that matter the most to us. So what is true and what I'm going to teach you here is true in pretty much any other situation. So the first thing you have to do is plan ahead. Now, what I mean by that is prepare yourself mentally. Take the steps to just visualize the situation. Look at, you know, pretend you're in the room or at the table or at the event and and see the person that you know is going to be your hottest trigger, that that person that's going to set the conversation on fire. And see yourself and, and feel the emotions that you're feeling. Visualize it. And when I say visualize it, I mean visualize it deeply. How am I feeling it? Why am I feeling this? Why does this person bring this feeling up in me? How can we always end up in the same circle? 
What do I typically do? Now, visualize yourself moving into your best self. What is it that I want to look like? What is it I want people to see? Well, how do I want to handle it? I've invested all this time and energy into going and moving away from that old person. I don't want to be pulled back into it through the simple slip of a word by somebody. So visualize it and start to develop some strategies. Plan ahead. Rehearse it in your head. Ask your, give yourself a range of behaviors for see that person. So instance, okay, this one comes to me and I'm going to respond this way. I'd like to respond at this high level, you know, walk on water, so to speak, out of the room. But if I can just maintain this level or maintain this level, I'll be proud of yourself. Make some sort of code with yourself and, and tell yourself what you will not do. For instance, I will not raise my voice. I will not insult anyone. I will not lash out physically. Now, some of you may be laughing at that, but I've seen it happen at family parties, <laughs> you know, or the famous table flip occurs. So I will not respond physically. I will look to my core values on how do I respond. Like, ask what is most important to me? How would I react to this person if they weren't a family member, if they were a stranger on the street, or some? my office or a client or a customer, how would I respond to the comment? Look to your core values on how you believe all people should be treated and maybe extend that. And I will see the situation not as it is, not on how I feel. And what I mean by that is sometimes we start to let our ego bubble up. And, you know, it's our older brother that we've always felt like the weaker, younger little brother that can trigger us. And so we want to bully up and be a big boy and show him that he's not in charge. Uh, uh, stop, 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 stop. You're 40 some years old. Really? Is that how we play in the big boy game? See the situation for what it is, not how you're feeling or how you felt in the past. And then understand that this is a game that has been played over and over and over and over and over and years and years in different families. Maybe some of the players have shifted positions, but we know it. We know it's going to happen. We know who it's going to happen. We know how it feels. We've been there. And the only thing that's going to change the game is if you change how you play the game. And that means taking hold of yourself and holding accountable beforehand for how you're going to behave and what you expect from yourself. The number, the number two tip is really stay in the safe zone. I mean, come on, let's not be stupid. Stick to safe topics, sports, weather, pop culture, entertainment. We all know there are topics that are general and safe. You know, here in the South, you, you know when you're wandering into one of those danger zone topics because someone will all of a sudden just bring up the azaleas. Regardless of what time of year it is, you'll hear somebody say, weren't the azaleas beautiful? Or, Are you expecting a big azalea? You know, Are they expected to be better this year? Or, you know, what color? It's something about the azaleas in the South. You know when you hear that word, it means everybody has to go back to neutral. So stay in the safe zone. Find those safe topics. And Treat the family with respect around the holiday table and, and bond around the experience that is current. Share things, you know, great potato salad, wonderful turkey, love the feeling, the treat. 
stay in the present. Stay connected to the people that are around you instead of the people that are outside of it. You know, learning to have small talk is an art, and it really is something that you should work on developing. One tip is to use FORD, F-O-R-D, which stands for family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. So it's always an easy question. How is the family? How is work? What do you expect to have happen next year in work? Is your business growing? Where do you expect your business to grow to? What plans do you have for your business growth? Recreation. What did you do this summer? What are you planning on doing next summer? Are you going on a ski trip during the holidays? What is it you guys like to do as a family now that the kids are grown? Dreams. Wow, now that the kids have grown and left the house, what big dreams do you guys have? Or, you know, what are your dreams for this year? What are your goals? What are your ambitions? Stick to the Ford. Family, occupation, recreation, dreams. Keep it in the current. Keep it in the now sense. And then number three, listen. Sometimes it's better to just shut up and listen and let people take the, the lead. There's no harm in saying nothing. As a matter of fact, when you say nothing, sometimes those people that have such a strong opinion of their opinion will find themselves wearing out quickly. And so let it go. Don't be tempted by the bait. Don't feel as if you have to add to the conversation to have value. Sometimes it's the quietest person in the room that actually adds the most value. And then number four is ask for help. Get some ground rules ahead of time. If you know that you're bringing a large family together for a special event or a special holiday, get help. Let everybody know in advance. We're not going to be talking about these topics. These are off limits. This is a family gathering to celebrate somebody, to you know, welcome new family members. Set ground rules ahead of time. Talk to people individually, one-on-one, saying, I know that you have this opinion and so-and-so is coming and they don't have that opinion. Could I get your help in making sure we have a great holiday meal and not talk about this, that, or the other thing? Um, maybe be humorous. Post a note on the front door that says, you know, um, something to the effect of, to save on broken dishes and, ups- and upset tummies, the following topics are off limits today. And make a list and then put down at the bottom maybe P.S., obey the rules and get extra pie. But make it known that man, this is not a political debate. This is a family gathering with the intent of celebrating the holiday or celebrating a, a birth or celebrating an anniversary or, you know, grandparents or whatever. And say, stick to that. And even plan ahead by having maybe some family photos around or asking everybody to bring a family photo so that you create topics that are safe and shareable. And don't worry about being rude ahead of time and then telling somebody that, look, we know that you believe this and we're just going to ask that for the next 24 hours you put that on hold. Number five is don't argue back. My mother used to say you can't push a rope. And what that meant was, guess what? You know what? You, you can't fight with somebody that doesn't want to fight back. And so I'm not going to get into the argument. I'm not going to take the bait. I'll walk away. You know, when that temptation to argue back, to make your point, to be known, starts to bubble up inside of you, and you all know that feeling. It starts to like, in the bottom of your stomach. And then pretty soon you feel like, I can't hold it back. He's got to know who I am. Really? Why? Is anything really going to change? 
do you really expect to change their opinion or do you really want to be seen and heard? And when it's about being seen and heard, it really means that you're afraid you're going unnoticed. And that's a whole ego conversation. So don't argue back because they're not going to change their opinion. They're not going to change their perception. They're trying to preach. They're trying to, you know, to, to stand on that pulpit, that soapbox, and, and shout at the world. And when you're on that little small space and you're shouting at the world, you don't want to hear anybody anyhow. So anything you say isn't really going to make a difference. So don't argue back. Just breathe. Let them have their moment. They need it more than you do. And, you know, pass the potatoes in the process. And number six, finally, have a safety word. Now, what I mean, whoa, whoa, what I mean by that is sometimes our spouse or our partner is our best defense in a situation like this. So agree ahead of time on, you know, a secret cue. Like we have when I rub my chin, like more than three times in a row, that means get over here, I need help, I'm trapped, and vice versa. Our, our spouse or our partner gets trapped in a corner or in a conversation and they're doing their best to hold their ground and not say anything and you know follow the five rules I just gave but a simple gesture that says come rescue me where you can walk in and say oh hey honey I need you over here somebody wants to I want you to meet somebody talk to somebody I want you to explain something to somebody gets them out before it gets ugly and also have a safety word that if you're both in the same room in the same conversation that you might just casually drop. Hey, you know, our purple, our, our child loves their purple elephant. Oh, purple elephant, my husband just said that. That means he's feeling comfortable about the conversation we need to get out. Make sure that you support each other in these situations because it's better to get out alive and talk about it in the safety of the car later than to go through the chaos and craziness of, you know, being stranded in a corner and trying to signal for help. So, have a safety word. Have a safety sign. Develop these ahead of time. Practice them in advance. If one of you is familiar with the family or the corporation or the event more so than the other, warn them ahead of time who's there, what they're going to do, what they're likely to do, what they might say, what they might not say. And, you know, coach them. Be prepared. But above all, remember to enjoy yourself. Keep the focus on the positive. This is a time for family and friends and gathering. Remember, you're basically human beings trying to connect with each other with the limited tool sets that some of you have or some of the people in the room have. So take time to just breathe into it. Enjoy the holidays. Nothing is going to change over turkey and dressing. So enjoy the time together. Build memories based on that event. And move forward safely. Well, that's a quick little show that I have for you on the holidays. I hope that you have a great and happy holiday, however you celebrate it and whoever you celebrate it with. And uh, we will be back next Friday. And if you haven't checked out the website for the um, Big Y, that class is growing and it's going to be phenomenal. It really is a bit about goal setting, but also about vision and planning and purpose. So make sure you get registered for that. Yes, it starts after the year. Yes, I know you're supposed to have your goals done ahead of time, but let's be honest. You can keep redoing them until you get them right. I'm a person that redoes, that redoes, 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 repeats, refreshes, renews. 
we'll pick an R word. My goals pretty much every three months because as I shift and change, they do so. So till we speak again, be well, be happy, and have a great holiday. Thanks for joining us. For more information, go to ericgreed.com. That's ericgreid.com. And like us on Facebook slash Eric G. Reed Success Coaching. Join us next time for Success Coaching with Eric Reed.